to another episode of Persuasion by the Pint. I'm Jonathan Taylor, along with Sean McCool. Sean, today we're doing a random flight of uh, yep. a number of different topics. We're going to talk um, some more, some updates. You just got off of uh, a very enlightening training call on uh, Chad GPT-4, and your mind is just about to explode. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. We'll show. I'll show a couple. I'll show a little tiny piece of of uh, just one little thing we learned over like a two hour thing. And that, that even, this was just kind of the overview class. It wasn't even like the more in depth training that I'll be taking mm-hmm. over the next, really over the weekend. It's amazing. Like yeah. <laughs> people who say it can't write copy are only partially right. Yeah. Um, there are ways to get it to spit out what would normally take a good copywriter two weeks. You could do it in an hour man yeah so that's that's just going to speed up everything everything uh, is just going to everything's so fast yeah, yeah. um it's getting crazy be interesting i you sent me a text on some some prompts that you used i thought those were really interesting so we'll get into that yeah um i did it yeah. for your industry crazy. too oh um, i know it's like man i'm i'm excited uh, because yeah. i think our um you know my industry's um they're always a step behind it seems to be on some things like this but um in some areas i think in like the higher end like the advanced more the advanced sectors of my industry they're probably not like in aerospace and uh, i don't know i think i think most people are still in i mean even a lot of my you know marketing copywriter friends they're still in denial about how oh yeah this yeah stuff is. yeah like there's arguments all over facebook like nah <laughs> it's not it, it can't do whatever <clears throat> right and like out of the box, no, but yeah, if you know how to talk to it, mm-hmm. you know, it could do, it could do some pretty cool things. So yeah, that's so we'll talk about that. We'll be talking about, uh, you got some cool audio gear that you want to talk about being the gear yeah. you are. Yeah. I love this stuff. It's, um, by a company that traditionally has done a lot of drone stuff like drone cameras, but they've come mm-hmm. out with some audio stuff. They're getting into the, uh, um, you know, I guess yeah it's Create, drone cameras well, but they get into camera you know camera accessories and things like that so right uh, so they're kind of tapping into that whole creator economy and absolutely youtubers and podcasters mm-hmm. and all that yeah. kind of stuff yeah the influencer market is is strong in this one and i think i see a lot of people out there that are using these that are you know on TikTok and and uh instagram and all of these things you know they've got one of these hooked up so i was curious about it and our friend david he's like do you know what this is uh he sent me a link or a picture a couple of weeks ago and i said well i can read <laughs> i can read the title that says it's dji which you know i've had one of their uh, drones before but um but immediately i was like i was curious so i ordered and did some testing myself and it's we'll, amazing we'll say, we'll say what it is and and yeah. uh and why you might want to use it yeah uh, in a minute and then we'll also be talking about anti-woke marketing oh yeah good stuff <clears throat> there's a yeah there's definitely some some wokeness going on um you know the whole bud light thing going on yeah. and uh some and also uh we'll talk a little bit about jeremy from jeremy's razors He's, he's done this a couple of times now where he's kind of gone anti-woke marketing. Yeah. So yeah, we'll talk about kind of those. That should be more than enough to uh, keep us before you got to run yeah. off and do your Friday afternoon stuff. So let's yeah. talk about our beverages real quick. I've got um, 
I'll kick it off. I've got a okay. new one today. And what do you got? Sh- share my screen here. Yeah, so it's called, it's from Firestone uh, Walker Brewery, and it's the Mocha Dolce. So it Ooh. is a nitro stout and seasonal sensation. Warm your soul with a mocha dolce. So this came out back in November. So that's why it was probably on the singles rack. Yeah. Um, so it's actually a winter, but as everybody who listens knows, we like, <laughs> we like these beers year round. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not strong. It's only, it's about 6%, but it is a nitro stout. So it's, yeah. You don't get those a lot. So right. I thought I'd give that a try. Um, looks good. Yeah. I love so those nitros, man. Get yeah. This. It's got a nice smooth head on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what I'll be having. What do you got on your end? Um, I've got a, I do have, I've got a 6% too there. Um, funny. We both have a 6% today. I've got a green man, uh, Porter. I've never oh, heard yeah. of this. I've, yeah, I've heard of that. I've seen it. Yeah. Um, apparently, I didn't realize it won the Great American Beer Festival 2021 gold. So, it's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Um, dark, full bodied, rich flavor. Um, I don't know where these guys are based out of. Um, that looks a lot like the full grown man artwork, you know, that it does from Tupps Brewing, but it's yeah. not Tupps. Yeah. It's a British style porter. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. But does it say who the brewer is? Is it Green Man Brewery? Is that the- uh, Green Man Brewery. Yeah, Green Man Brewery. So, oh. hmm. I don't know if these guys are over in, no, uh, oh, they're in Asheville, Asheville, North Carolina. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Asheville's got some really cool um, little uh, microbreweries in that area, little yeah. artsy town, you know, Asheville. Um, known for kind of a, like the artsy flavor, I guess. So it makes sense. They have some craft brewers. And for a long time, I mean, Austin and Asheville were kind of like sister cities. Austin's Austin's gotten a lot bigger. Asheville can't get any bigger. It's like, (laughs) no, kind of locked by mountains. That's right. (laughs) And the Biltmore. (laughs) Yeah. Biltmore keeps buying up everything. That's right. Yep. The the winery. All right. All right. Cheers. Cheers. see here mm. mine does say on the can it says coffee vanilla and cocoa nib nitro strout stout so mm-hmm. um man mine's good super smooth mm-hmm. as, you, as you would expect from a nitro yep no doubt um definitely got a little Ooh. bit of the coffee just enough the coffee man this is I could drink that definitely more than just winter. Like it's not just a winter. Um, man, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this a four, eight mm. right up there. I was going to say, I, I felt was, like I was, you were getting close. Yeah, I was, I was wondering, but you know, I still mm. like, I was still, I, I reserved the fives for something with a unique flavor. Mm. Yeah. This is just really well done. Super smooth. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have two or three of these on a, you know, spring evening or fall evening, probably a little yeah. much in the summer for sure. But right. Yeah. So I'll give it a four, eight. How about you? Four, four, eight. Yeah. Um, I like this one. I mean, nothing special. I'm going to give it a, um, probably maybe a three, eight. 
uh, th- I'll go, th- I'll go three, nine. I'll put it right up there close to four. Okay. Um, a little, a little bitter on the, on the back end, but, uh, not, I mean, not overly bitter, but more than I would, I would want. So, um, uh, but overall it's pretty smooth for a, for a Porter. Yeah. Very cool. All so, right. All right. Let's jump in. Where do you want to start? Um, I tell you what, why don't we go ahead and get, cause I've got this, um, I've got this keyed up on my other laptop. So I just want to show you, first of all, I'll present the uh, DJI, this, uh, equipment that we were talking about earlier. Okay. Cool stuff. And the reason I bring this up, like if you're a podcaster or you do any kind of content, um, this is really good, especially away from like a, a kind of a studio setup where you need a mic if you're on the go. Yep. I mean, this thing hooks right into your, um, yeah, if you're at an event and you want to pull somebody aside for a quick interview, exactly. You know, you meet somebody that's kind of cool. You want to do an interview. <laughs> you're just man on the street type yep. stuff, like yep. all those kind of things. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, it's coming up on trades, uh, the spring, uh, trade show season for my industry. There's several trade shows and I'll be going to some, and I wanted something like this. When I first saw this, uh, I was like, you know, I'm going to spring and buy this because it would. I'd love to have something that I can just throw in a bag and connect to my phone, not worry about having to take any kind of gear. Um, but I wanted to see what the sound, you know, the sound quality first, because that's a big right. thing. You know, when you're sitting across from somebody having an interview, you want to make sure it sounds good. Yeah. And I watched some of these videos with people. I, had, I was like, yeah, that's pretty, actually pretty good. So um so i decided to order it um you can order it over at dji i order it from sweetwater which is where i get a lot of my um audio gear from and um you know i've got an account with them anyway so it only makes sense so i didn't order it directly from D- dji but here's the website dji.com uh elevated audio on the go what i love about this sean <clears throat> and i'll make this quick is to um show you everything is self-contained like in the case like you've got everything it's hard to see probably from that camera camera angle but you've got your two two lapel mics uh that fall into it and then you've got the transmitter right now i've got the transmitter actually hooked into my laptop which i'm gonna um for a reason because i'm gonna show you the sound on the laptop but it's cool because everything's in a little charger case it's it's self-contained it's hooked right in um so unlike you know traditional lapel mics you got to find batteries you got to find battery for the receiver you got to yeah. find battery for the transmitter and then halfway through you realize you're down you know your your battery's low and so it's like it's a it's it's always a huge hassle with this yeah. stuff because there's yeah. wires and connections and all of this stuff and what i love about this is like there's no connections there's no wires everything is completely and i mean it's completely wire free and no batteries needed whatsoever. It just, it just charges, charges in the case, you know, so. And what's crazy is as you get that kind of transition set up there, um, mm-hmm. you know, we've said before, like people will put up with bad visuals before they'll put up with bad audio. No doubt. Absolutely. Like if you've got a video that's a little rough on, you know, the editing or maybe right. it's a little jumpy, people will put up with that longer than they will. Something that's inaudible, exactly. or too much wind noise or you know, we're super tinny or anything like that. So, right. Yeah. So, you've, so, um, so I've got it queued up to my other computer. I'm going to, what I'm going to do is switch away from this, this camera and go to my other, uh, setting, which is on my laptop. So, okay. 
and then I've got this actually hooked into that. What I love about this is, is it's most people use it for their iPhone or whatever their smartphone they're using, but it also has a connector, a little adapter on the transmitter uh, for a USB-C or for, you know, your traditional iPhone adapter, whichever one you want to use. So, okay. so I am going to switch away from this because if I ha if I open both of these at the same time, you'll get some feedback. So I'm going to remove right. All right, there. now I'm adding this stream. Yeah. <clears throat> Can you hear yes, that? And, yeah. So it definitely is not as deep as the, the studio mic, but right. I think if you had not, if, if we had not been on that before, you probably wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. Because it's definitely deeper than like a typical it is. iPhone mic or anything like that. Um, I mean, you're, you're probably actually have it too close to you because you're... Yeah. So if you put it like a... Like lapel mic a lapel probably put it on the edge of your like hat this. oh yeah that'd be cool it's like right on the on the bill of your hat with the microphone underneath that way you don't get the shirt yeah do it off to the side so it's not in your face i'm curious how's that sound <laughs> it's pretty good yeah, you probably have to turn up the volume but yeah not bad yeah you can't that's the thing you can't adjust the volume on this too so yeah so with i mean if you're already using a soundboard or sound software i mean you could you could tweak the volume a little bit but yeah. it's definitely clear and it's not it's got a little bit of that bass to it that a lot of small mics miss that come across super tinny right so it's not as resonant as your desktop mic mm -hmm. um but for on the go it sure beats the you know the built-in yeah. mic on your iphone and all that it, it blew me away for a lapel mic <clears throat> just yeah. from that standpoint um, because normally they don't sound this good. Yeah. And I can even actually, let's see, I can actually turn your mic up. Try to say something again. Testing one, two, three. Yeah. So I can actually use StreamYard to turn your mic up a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, no, it sounds good. And like I said, it's cause you had this mic that I'm using. If for those watching on video, you know, I have mm -hmm. the, I have this mic that's not as nice as studio mic as you, but this is what you used to travel with. I think is this, um, right. What was that? The ATR, ATB, something like that. Yep. Um, yeah. Cause I, I would hook it right in. Cause I, that's the reason I love that mic is you can hook it right into the, your the uh, laptop. Yeah. You don't have to have the big, well. the big cable to mm -hmm. go with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So cool. Well, that's a, what, that's a cool little toy. What I like about this is like a lot of these events that you go to, they're not really, they're not conducive to you setting up at a, a table or, you know, setting up your gear. So, right. but you can find a place that is kind of away from the crowd, like a couple of sofas and interview guests and set up your phone. You know, you, you throw a little tripod in your bag yeah. and have that set up and you don't need, you know, you don't need a cameraman or anything like that. You just hook this in real quick and knock out a quick, I mean, um, if you had that set, with you know a newer iphone or newer samsung or whatever you're using right with the newer cameras on it man you got a full, oh, yeah. you got a full video studio right in your pocket absolutely yeah it's, crazy. it's only it's only like 300 bucks so it's uh yeah, and you already got everybody's already got the phone so it's like right you know just like absolutely. basically a tripod and yep you could literally do video full-blown video podcasts from anywhere pretty wild 
Yeah, it is. Technology is getting so much better. So if you do that, if you were to hook it up, do you have to be streaming or does it, does it just capture the audio somewhere? I guess it would depend on what software you're recording with. I guess we just recap it capture right in the well here's the cool thing here's the other thing i I didn't Mm. i didn't tell you like each lapel has its own little uh little recording like you can record audio straight off of this thing as it's at like a little hard disk in it or whatever hard drive yeah so state drive yeah so yeah exactly so you would hook it in and just pull the uh you know pull the audio off of this or typically what i would do is just pull it off my phone or off of you know, stream yeah. yard. Um, but if you wanted really even a higher level audio, you probably pull it straight from the device. Absolutely. Be yeah. another, another level. Right. And then you put it through some of the AI, mm-hmm. you know, things yeah. that kind of tweak it after the fact. Yeah. Um, our friend Scott was telling me about that, how he's, he's using, it's basically some podcast tool that you send your audio to it afterwards and it just cleans it up real nice. And then, really? you, then you upload it. Yeah. Okay crazy I need to so, yeah, that's cool that yeah um yeah just ping him and asking what ai software he's using for uh audio okay. files but it's all right fun. well let's let's talk about let's talk about <laughs> bud light and anti-woke yeah. beer oh, marketing yeah. first of all <laughs> i guess we should lay the th- groundwork so jonathan what's happening with bud light for those that aren't in the that don't either watch the news or just aren't in those circles <laughs> that like well, they've gone silent for the last two weeks. That's the yes. first thing I'll tell you is uh, if you go to their if you go to their Twitter, uh, you know their Twitter page. Bud Light has the official their official Twitter page. Um, they've been silent since April first, um, which incidentally April first, April Fools. Uh, so you wonder, um, like, what's going on there? But uh, they got the uh, marketing strategy of getting. Uh, an influencer, a trans influencer, um, and they actually created a commemorative can uh, for this person. What is it, Dylan Mulvaney? Yep. And um, and sent that, and obviously it lit the world on fire in, ton- in terms of social media. Um, I think to date they've lost six, uh, I think they, they're down six billion in, in sales. Um, I'm not sure Ouch. that they were expecting that. I think that every brand probably expects some kickback. I mean, Nike's been, you know, Mike, Nike's been doing this stuff for years yeah. and they've really, you know, they'll take a, they'll take a hit and then, you know, it'll come back. And, but I don't know about this because I think they're digging into, I think they made, it seems like they've made maybe a calculated error in, in, you know, who their, who their target market is. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, Budweiser had already sold out, you know, they're not American owned anymore, you know, that, so that's, that was an issue, you know, a couple of years back or whenever that happened. Yes. People kind of overlooked that. But when you start piling these things up on top of each other, yeah, you know, this may be the final straw for a lot of people. And, and uh, so, so this is the basic thing. They, they made a big marketing blunder as far as understanding their, buyers right Mm -hmm. whether you agree with you know transgender or not the fact is like their buyer pool does not right right they certainly don't want it on their can most people aren't going to their their beverage their weekend beverage of choice for political commentary 
And it's right. like we've talked about with movies. Yeah. Like I don't go to the movie. I go to the movies to escape. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people go to their Bud Light to escape. They don't want any politics of any or any agenda of any kind right. on their other than fun on their cans. Exactly. Okay? So, so it's a, it was a kind of a miscalculation from that point. But you found somebody that has uh, taken advantage of this. <laughs> is that correct? What do we see? What do we always see is there's there's always opportunity in the market space for somebody to push against the mm-hmm. uh, the woke agenda or, or whatever. Take advantage of that mis- mis- misstep, yeah. Yeah, the, everybody's mis- miscalculation is an opportunity for someone to create a, va- a space in that vacuum. I mean, it was and, Pepsi when Coke came out with new Coke, right? Pepsi right. pounced on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so we've got now we've got a conservative uh, ultra right. And I'm going to pull this up. Let's see if I can share this. So we've got the uh, Freedom Speaks Up, the guy that founded Freedom Freedom Speaks Up. I think the guy's uh, Seth Weathers, um, conservative entrepreneur, launched a, a beer for conservative dads in response to uh, Bud Light's recent uh, controversy. So scroll back down, scroll back down yeah. a little bit. There you go. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it is the conservative uh, conservative dads ultra right, <laughs> ultra right, hundred percent, hundred percent woke free uh, beer. And if you you actually can pull up the video ad on this, it's actually pretty pretty funny. So is this uh, a real beer? Oh yeah, yeah, it's a real beer. I don't know what wow. it tastes like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't drink the stuff, but because probably, probably a lot. I mean, four, just because it says four percent, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, it's probably Keystone or something repackaged. Yeah, you yeah. Probably made a deal with somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. Mick, 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 Mickey Ultra or whatever, yeah. and and uh, yeah, it's repackaged. But uh, uh, apparently, he's getting some. Uh, you know, he's taking advantage of that space. He's getting a lot of publicity. He's getting. Uh, you know, I noticed he's been mentioned. He's made his rounds. He's been mentioned on several of the. Uh, news channels lately so you know it's always stuff like this always creates an opportunity to uh get people talking and look at your stuff you know he made a fortune off of um uh what was our reading he said he made a fortune over his uh he previously previously succeeded in his attempts to sell millions of dollars of let's go brandon uh wrapping paper to uh, blast Blast Joe Biden. I think that was what a couple of years ago when the the whole "Let's Go Brandon" thing was going around. So, I mean, that's where he. I mean, obviously, he targets that demographic and does. He's done pretty well for himself. Yep. So, so just yes. a great uh, a great lesson on um, you know if you want to get exposure, learn to go against the. Uh, uh, what's good, you know, whatever's in the news, find a way to um, jump on board that and, and create your own, just like the Jeremy's Razors. And and we did yeah. mention that, yeah. I guess. Yeah, let me show another example, though, that he Jeremy's Razors also took advantage of. So <laughs> a month or so ago, a month and a half ago, Hershey's did the same thing, right? They, <laughs> right. They did a bar and they featured a trans activist and on their bar. And I think it was actually up in Canada. I don't know if it actually released here in the U.S., um, so there was a lot of backlash and mm-hmm. Jeremy's razors, uh, the, or the guy from Jeremy's razors, he introduced Jeremy's chocolate binary nuts and nutless. <laughs> so, uh, you can probably figure out which has nuts and which doesn't, 
Um, Absolutely. Or maybe you can't figure it out. Maybe that's. Um, so yeah, it's, so he's got the he him bar and the uh, right. he her which is nutless and the he him which has nuts and my understanding twenty four pack man like I love that yeah and my understanding is like they sold out of these uh, mm-hmm. pretty quick right um, or maybe they're just they're actually maybe just seeing demand and going to print them, you know, make them all at once. But Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I know they sold really well. Uh, <laughs> and he did the same thing when, when Gillette was kind of anti-man for the razors for a little bit, he came right. out with the razors, like don't buy from, you know, woke companies, yeah. that kind of stuff. So, and you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's just good common business sense, right? Cause you know that half the market about, in today's mm-hmm. climate is being offended, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then even if half is not buying, there's at least five or 10%, which from a market share percentage, five or 10% is a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. we, we don't realize how much, like Apple was huge when they had only had 6% of the PC market. They were still a huge company. I mean, they're Absolutely. even bigger now, but yeah. um, in these types of markets, even a 5% market share is just, massive like you can get very very rich absolutely on on that so so yeah it's two different people taking advantage of uh just happens to be kind of the same you know same topic transgender gender things um so yeah it's and people say well you're marketing you market to the you market to one one extreme or the other well those are the people that are passionate about whatever you know so you don't want to market to the mushy middle you want those uh, buyers who are give their reasons and have a strong reason and a and a passion for what you're doing. Because you know, with, with both these products, nobody's buying the beer because it's good. Nobody's buying the candy bars because they're better. Nope. You know, they're buying it to make a point and to feel good about their their own right. views, right? And right. It's a it's a it's a way to kind of show what you believe. Yeah. Um, and to su- and to support with your wallet what you believe. That's right. And, that's right. Share your identity um, as far as beliefs and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's it's smart. I mean, you got to act fast on this kind of stuff, right? It's sure. I'm also reminded of you know in a totally different um, niche or topic when um, you know when Peloton had all their controversy. Ryan Reynolds had that commercial mm-hmm. yeah. that they launched right off the back of it with the same actress, right? You know, where she was at the bar the next day. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of making fun of the Peloton and all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> if you do this kind of stuff, you have to act really quick. Like you Fast. can't sit on yeah. it. That's right. Like you got to right. figure out how to get all the manufacturing and all the stuff really, really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's not for guys like me. It's more for guys like uh, sure. you or David Dutton or yeah. <laughs> some of those guys yeah. that just <laughs> act real quick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can't overthink it. You just have to go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it pay it, uh, speed is everything, and especially around yeah. controversial, timely, mm-hmm. newsworthy type topics. And around, especially you know, you think about consumables. You know, you get people locked in, and you catch them quick enough, and then you get them on a subscription, or you know, get them to get them on your list to start buying repeat yeah. regularly, and and you know, it's that's the whole goal is to, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Jeremy from Jeremy's razors, this is going to be his new thing. He's just going right. to wait for big companies to mess up and he's just going to sure. pounce. 
yeah. you know, and he's now yeah. got the cash flow and the, and the customer list, mm -hmm. yep. you know, that every time he does, it'll get a little better because they'll have that yeah. list just, That's right. you know, chocolate bar. The list. Every, every new customer or everybody that's interested is, is going to his website ordering and they immediately get on the list for everything else. So exactly. he's got a, he's, he's creating a huge network of buyers in that in that community he knows exactly who they are i mean he knows their politics he knows what their interests are they hate woke culture <laughs> so yeah. this is he's got a great uh, segment to market to every time and it's going to cost him less and less money over time as he yep. builds that list so exactly yeah it's very smart well, let's uh let's move on to kind of the latest in chat gpt news yep um specifically chat gpt4 is what yes. we're talking about so if you don't have the pro version some of what i'm going to say will not work for you mm -hmm. um but let me i'm going to pull up a, a little prompt here i'm going to do a couple of different ones but i'm going to start a new chat over here so again, uh, if you're listening on the podcast, um, we've got a video on this over on the YouTube channel. It's episode 305 mm -hmm. and you can actually see uh, chat GPT. So I'm going to start a brand new um, chat. I'm going to use number four, chat GPT four. So here's the, the basic prompt is given the niche of blank and avatar of blank list. 10 things and it could be any number of things list 10 things they may be blank about. So confused, excited, um, you know, any one of those things. So Jonathan, why don't we do this for your niche? Okay. Right. All right. So I'll replace these words. So given the niche of, um, do composite materials, composite materials, the avatar of what would you call the person you sell to? Buyer's agent, or do you want to go um, CEO? I would say <clears throat> probably a mixture of uh, CEOs and engineers. And then what do you want? Do you want what they're excited about, confused about, concerned about? Like what kind of word would you want? What what intel do you want to know about them? Um, 10 things they may be, 10 things they may be concerned about would be a good one. Okay. Right. So, industry concerns. There's so many different ones. I'd be interested in. Um, do you want to say composite materials or composite material manufacturing? Or I guess you don't do them. Yeah, that's fine. Composite materials uh, or composite material manufacturing. Well, composite materials, and then com I would say I would use composite materials and composite manufacturing as two separate things. Because most people might say the materials manufacturing may be like raw materials or something like just, that. Yeah. So. Let's. Just use one. Oh, well, and so one thing I'm learning with this is you, you, you could be specific, but you don't want to put too much in any given prompt. You'd rather let it build and adjust mm -hmm. than trying to get it right the exact first time. So what I'm going to, okay. this is actually gonna be a two phase thing. I'm going to let it give me the 10 things. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is going to be pretty bland. This is going to be pretty to the point um as it's going through this and then what i'm going to do is i'm going to grab a different um where is it at yeah this one right here copy 
So it's given some pretty good stuff. It's like material selection, manufacturing techniques, um, you know, quality control, supply chain, cost efficiency, regulatory, sustainability. But if you, let's just look at number one as an example. Mm -hmm. So it says CEOs and engineers need to choose the right combination of materials for specific applications, considering factors like cost, performance, environmental impact. So pretty dry, right? That doesn't, that doesn't give you the emotion or the seed of a story or anything like that to work with. So what we're going to do is we're going to let it finish its 10 points here. Now what we're going to do is we're going to give it a new prompt. This says, that's good, but I can't see and feel the results. Mm. Reword each using real-world examples in context while being as conversational as possible. Mm. Okay. So now it gives an example, Uh. right? So now it says... Material selection. Remember when Boeing had to choose between carbon fiber, reinforced polymer, and traditional aluminum foil for, for their 787 Dreamliner? They went with a composite material to reduce weight, increase fuel efficiency, and enhance performance. That's the kind of choice CEOs and engineers face when selecting materials for specific applications. Wow. That is night and day compared to the first answer. That is night and Yeah. That's completely you, different. A right, lot I mean, more detail with an example. Just like, I mean, so quick too. Yeah. And you can... You can imagine like there's, you probably got three or four ideas on how to use that, right? As a story in an sure. email, as, a, as in a sales presentation, you know, uh, all kinds of things. So, and then look at know. that, look at the, look at the follow-up, the techniques. Yeah. So let's look at number BMW. one. Let's look at the first one first. Yeah. So manufacturing's originally was uh, number two, manufacturing techniques. They must stay up to date on the latest manufacturing techniques and technologies such as automated fiber placement, resin transfer molding, and 3D printing to ensure efficient and cost-effective production. Sounds like an engineer wrote it, right? Um, Number, the second version with more feel and more, you know, examples said manufacturing techniques, just like how BMW revolutionized automotive composites manufacturing with their i3 and i8 models, our engineers must always be on the cutting edge of techniques like 3D printing and resin transfer molding to stay competitive. So it's kind of giving you an insight into, in this case, like something engineers might be thinking about. Like we've got to mm-hmm. stay cutting edge, um, ahead of 3D printing and transfer molding, right? Right, right. So you're starting to get into the psyche of engineers in this case. Sure. Um, so, yeah, so all these are are much more, you know, example-driven, Um things like that. So it's, it's just a totally different feel. Um, let me go uh, scroll up to the, uh, sustainability. Recycling. Yeah. Look at that compared to the, uh, well, I remember it was just a, a canned answer. Yeah. So originally it was sustainability as environmental concerns grow. Engineers and CEOs need to focus on developing sustainable materials and processes, including recycling, reducing waste in the manufacturing process. The newer version was, I like how it leads with a look how Yeah. Look how companies like uh, Patagonia and Adidas are incorporating recycled materials into their products, which is true. I mean, the second part is kind of the same, but um, you know, it's, it's still, it's more friendly. It's more, Oh yeah. I haven't thought about that. Like if you were writing an email or something to somebody that would be, you know, that would be really powerful. And you um, could take any one of these and have it expand on, on that. Like if you could pick, like 
if you were if you wanted to go up to the top um and ask it to expand on you know when it when you're talking about material selection uh in the situation with boeing choosing between carbon fiber and traditional aluminum uh you could actually get it to expand on that case study yeah And number one, as a case study email to a cold from me as a composites Wow. So I probably changed the subject because that may not relate exactly. Um, I, you know, it could be, so it, the subject line it gave was how Boeing's Dreamliner success story could be your game changer. Mm -hmm. I'd probably say something like what you could learn from Boeing's Dreamliner success story. Right. You know, uh, what you could learn about composites from Boeing's Dreamliner success story. Mm -hmm. um, hope this email finds you well. So that's a little week at the beginning so yeah we'd we'd have to give it a a template to work with so that's another sure. thing if you give it a template from like say a direct response copywriter that yeah. you know you can use you put that template in and say write an email about you know what we were just talking about based on this email format right. it'll do a much better job but mm -hmm. but this is where people are like no it doesn't really work you do have to give it so you, if you had a swipe file, for instance, you just put in the swipe file and you would rewrite it based on that swipe file. <clears throat> right. So, so this one's not great as far as the, the actual input, because mm -hmm. it's just going to default to, you know, whatever's easiest. We talked about this last week with our guests, like it wants to just get to the point. That's its job. Yeah. Right. So you have to force it a little bit to go in a different direction. But as soon as you give it a, and literally it's as easy as, as easy as copying pasting a template into it to reference, then it'll nail it. Um, so it's, it's really cool. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's still, I'm, 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 I'm pretty impressed with, with just yeah. that. I mean, yeah, that first part needs some work, but yeah, it's uh, not, it's not a super strong hook, but you could take this and then, you know, edited a lot fat. And there's a lot of people who, you know, Jonathan, they don't have the skills to write like this, even like this. Right. Right. They get all, you know, mm -hmm. tightened up when they sit down to write an email or something. Mm -hmm. So this is good for those people that at least it gets something out. You get it in front of people, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, well, it, it helps with your, your, you know, where to begin like writer's block. I mean, that's the toughest thing is a blank screen when you're first yep. starting out. So if anything, this gives you a lot of material to work with. And then, yep. um, you know, I'm sure that there's ways, you know, if you're interested in exploring, you know, how composites can benefit your product, you know, that's, that's kind of a, that's not a great ending to wrap up, but I'm sure that you could, you know, improve that a little bit as well, um, or have it improve that a little bit as well. It's like give a, a better closing. Can you, you, can you use certain, uh, I'm, I'm curious if you can use certain tones 
of people that are famous. If yes, you have, you can because, especially <laughs> if they're <laughs> authors or writers or yeah. things like that. Sure. Um, because it's got enough data on that, and okay. the more pop culture, I think, what I'm noticing is the more pop culture ish, the better. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, for instance, if it's it could probably write in the style of Robert Greene or Simon Sinek or somebody like that because they've got so much content out there. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's somebody a little more obscure, maybe, I don't know, you'd have to just test it. Yeah. Um, so let's let's just try um, rewrite in the style <clears throat> of Simon Sinek. Cynic. Interesting. Start with why. It's a little obvious. I don't know if yeah. it's. <laughs> yeah, it's. Well, it's starting to get it right there. So it says, yeah. you know, a team at that passionately believes in the power of advanced composites to reshape industries. We're inspired by the success stories of business that have dared to ask why and embrace innovation. Right. I mean, that sounds, that would be, you know, he's very dramatic when he gives his talks and things like that. So you can kind of start to see, um, this is taken a little too literally by actually referencing the why stuff, mm -hmm. but you really just have to kind of play around with it. Um, sure. and even if it takes you four or five tries, it's still faster and you yeah. may get an idea that you wouldn't get any other way. Mm -hmm. There are some things I'm not going to go to it on this show, but in a future show, um, I'll show even more. I'm going to play around with it a lot this weekend, this new course I got. So I'll have a little bit more examples to give. Um, <clears throat> but this is a little bit more aspirational because it's in that Simon Sinek voice, things like that. Yeah. Um, I did have it. I think I deleted it. Um, I mean, it's crazy. I had it recast the, the um, you know, with all this political correctness and stuff. I had it recast the cast of friends with today's characters <laughs> and it was it was pretty funny like everybody oh, wow. was um everybody was mixed race everybody like it was just it was crazy like <laughs> but if you look at today's sitcoms that's what you would see like that's yeah. that's pretty much what it is today um you know can you when, type in t actually have it rewrite that in I'm just curious. I want to see this rewritten in Tony Soprano's voice. Oh, the the email? Yeah, <laughs> which would not happen by any means, but I'm just curious. I, I think it would be hilarious as a, to someone that you know, to, to rewrite it in a different style or tone. All right, so we wrote rewrite in the style and tone of fiction. <laughs> Subject composites, bada bing, transform your business like Boeing. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> the name's Tony and I, or Jonathan in this case, and I'm with Blank. We're in the business of making top-notch composite materials for folks like you who know a good thing when they see it. I got to tell you, I've got a story about Boeing that'll make you sit up and take notice. So Boeing's working with this new bird, the 787 Dreamliner, right? They got a choice to make. Stick with the same old aluminum or go for something new and exciting like carbon fiber, reinforced polymer composites. 
They decided to roll the dice, and let me tell you, it paid off big time. <laughs> Zipping. <laughs> And you know That's you could awesome. probably you could probably plug this into one of the AI voice softwares. Oh yeah, get no Tony's doubt. voice. Like I mean, I'm sure it's out there. Um, but yeah, but the, but that's a good example of like <laughs> the personality all of a sudden is coming out. So this Absolutely. is what people think it can't do. Right, they think it can't write with personality. But if you give it, it the can. right cues yeah. and prompts, right, you know, I could have just as easily said, um, you know with a New Jersey type attitude, you know, and tone, yeah, exactly. probably give me something similar, but not as maybe not quite as over the top. Um, but, you know, depending on the list you're on, I mean, to your market, Jonathan, maybe it would work. Maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. Although <clears throat> pop culture always works. To some, yeah. To some, it would. I mean, yeah. because sometimes you have to break people up out of that, you know, I wouldn't yeah, use all of this, but yeah, exactly. So you could, what if you took this though and you left the subject line Mm-hmm. And then, like, you introed it. You said, "Hey, you know, Joe. Yeah, I've written you a few times. I haven't heard anything back. So I got my friend Tony to write an email for you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, and here's what he here's how he said he would write it mm-hmm. to get your attention. Yeah, you may recognize him after you read the email. You know. Oh yeah. You so could. you can have fun with it like that if you preface it. No doubt. And then it's going to be a joke, and they're going to they're going to see your you know, we've mm-hmm. talked about self-deprecating humor on the show before. Absolutely. Yeah. Then they're going to remember this email. Like they're going right. to pass this email around the office. Right. You know, yep. all that stuff. So I, that's a, that is a way you could use this over the top email is to, you know, just kind of make fun of yourself and like, Hey, I had to hire my, my guy, you know, yeah. I yep. got a guy that wants to send you an email. <laughs> His name's Tony. That's Maybe right. recognize him. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you could pop this, you know, send this letter out with like a picture, you know, uh, of the mob boss himself. Yeah. <laughs> so here's my my friend, uh, my friend Tony. Yeah. You know, you do a little bit of editing and, it, you know, the call to action is, hey, make sure yeah. you call my friend Jonathan. He's got all yeah. the deets. Right. You know, and, and you could, I mean, this is something like Dan Kennedy would do, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, he would turn this it into a whole soprano he'd have a whole event Mm -hmm. based on sopranos if he hasn't already i don't know yeah um so now you can now like you could even start a whole thread in in chat gbt that's all sopranos based so it would know to stay in that character stay in that voice sure and you could do a whole campaign around it so and what's cool about this is like like in in my industry some you know some of my clients are um are foreign so they're Italian, yeah. you know, some of them are Italian, you know, Spanish, Brazilian, you know, you name it. So, you know, you can have it right in the accent, not only in the, um, in the, you know, the, obviously the language, but also in the style, you know, yeah. because even if you get the language right or the, you know, all of the verbiage or the let, you know, the, the translation, right. Sometimes you don't get the style, right. If you're yeah. creating something like that. So. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna show I'm not gonna show it on this show, but on the next episode, um I'll show some how to do market research with this. That's one of the things okay. we learned today. Awesome. But I want to play with it a little bit more. Um We're, and yeah, it's it's, no doubt. it's pretty amazing. Like you can do a lot of market research in seconds. Just yeah. absolutely absolutely amazing. So we'll we'll cover cool. that. Awesome. Um and I uh our friend who's been on the show a couple of times, B- Bill Mueller. Yeah. He went through the same course. So maybe we could get him to come on and we could have a, have oh, a talk about great. it after he's played with it a little bit more. Yeah. For see sure. See how he's using it. 
um, up to date. Um, okay. Cause you know, he's, he's really good at these formulas. You know, he's got his courses that he's figured out formulas and he's trying to figure out how do I take what I learned today mm-hmm. and use it with my stuff. So right. he's figuring that out. So I bet in a week or two, he'll have that figured out and no doubt we can have another discussion on it. So yeah, it's, uh, it's moving fast, man. If you're not excited, if I mean, you're not at least playing with this, you're going to get yeah. left behind. Oh yeah. No doubt, man. It's, it's moving you, fast. And there is no stoppage. There's not going to no. be a pause. Forget no. about that. That's not going to happen. So yeah, that was just an board. attempt for them to catch up. That's all that exactly. was. Exactly. Cause you know, they're going to have their black lab somewhere underground yep. still working on it, even though they, that's right. Said, let's pause it. So, nope. All right. Well, that's Very all I got. Cool. No, I mean, I'm excited on the, uh, especially on the market research, because that's, that's really an area that from my standpoint, you know, this is great in writing letters and everything, but from a market research standpoint, I think this is a great, um, this is something that I certainly want to learn more about with, uh, you know, using AI to, you know, cut down some of the, uh, you know, the time that it takes to research certain markets and, and, well, uh, I can tell you when I worked at Agora, if it took us, you know, four to six weeks to write a, write a sales letter. Yeah. Half of that was research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like really just kind of, now you still would have to do some of that. <clears throat> um, and it, you know, at a certain point, if you've been, once you were there long enough, you kind of knew who the avatar was. It didn't change. Right. So those kind of things. But if you're new to a industry, like, man, this could save you months of, mm-hmm getting to know the avatar and really like this allows you to walk into a client and sure you know give a full workup of what a you know their avatar looks like thinks like sounds like right. believes scared of all that mm-hmm. in seconds so we'll uh we'll, we'll look into do we'll, sh- we'll share some of that next week a uh, little at least pieces of it i'm not going to share the whole uh program obviously okay. um very cool. So yeah. Excellent. Uh, I'm sure it'll all be out there pretty soon, but yeah, but it's really not about the prompts. It's about feeding it information before you ask it to do something. Right. So that's, it's not, so the, a lot of this stuff you won't find in prompt books. That's okay. not enough. You've got to pre, I you think got to set the foundation before. Yeah. You the gotta prompts give it a aren't really, yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to teach it a little bit, but you can mm-hmm. teach it by copy and pasting. It's not that hard. Like it's yeah. not time consuming. Yeah. And you can ask it to go look at a couple things and kind of pull in the data. Sure. In a very specific way. So we'll talk about that next week. Um, okay. And I'm sure. Sounds great. After that as well. So yeah, I think that's uh good. We can wrap it up. All right. Sounds great to all of our listeners. Thanks for uh, watching. You can find us at persuasion by the pint.com. You can find us on all of your podcast platforms. By the way, I just want to mention, uh, speaking of AI and like being able to do just about anything including, you know, probably a podcast here in, in the next few years. I don't know if you saw the Joe Rogan, um, take where AI actually created a, uh, a version of the Joe Rogan podcast. And he, I mean, it was like, it was crazy. I mean, yeah. it was, how similar it was. So it's, you know, even like Joe Rogan's like, oh, it's a slippery slope. I'm sure he's <laughs> thinking that because he's like, oh man. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't need something that can replace me. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll, 
next time we ha- we're on this conversation, which is probably be next week. Yeah. Um, I'll mention another book I'm reading too that kind of addresses some of this stuff and yeah, uh, it'll go off the persuasion a little bit. It'll go on a little bit of a tangent, uh, mm-hmm. but I think it's important to start talking about like, what do we do? Right. What are we going to be doing? Like for a living and, and absolutely. Uh, Gotta be thinking ahead. I yeah. think it, uh, you know, it's those, those types of conversations need to start happening more and more. Oh, yeah. Um, or else people are going to make the wrong decisions, mm-hmm. you know, cause right. I don't, I don't think you need to shut this down. I think you need just, we need to adapt and, and move forward. And yeah, like, I mean, I think I said back in November, like I, to me, this is the first technology that could actually deliver on the promise of working less. Mm-hmm. Like to me, the internet went the opposite way. Like we're, we're all working more than ever. Sure. You know, not as hard, maybe. Yeah. Physically. <laughs> But we're definitely logging more hours even than, you know, for a lot of us, we're logging even more hours because it's just always connected. Right. Um, Now, some people will be just like, no, you'll just produce more with AI. But I think the opportunity is there more than ever to let it do a lot of the heavy lifting and yeah, I mean, a lot of this will replace and for, you know, there's, I mean, we've had, there's always gaps that are filled, you know, you've had you know, uh, marketers, online marketers, people out there who have used, um, virtual assistants for years to do everything. I mean, yeah. first and foremost right now. I mean, yeah, the know, four hour work week, how old is that book now? That book's what, <laughs> exactly. 20, 20 plus years old now. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, that was all about using VAs and leveraging mm-hmm. your time. Yeah. And this just takes that to another level. Yeah. Pretty soon it'll be a one hour work week. So yeah revise the title yeah <laughs> hey, he used to re- he ought to relaunch it with the uh, with the yeah. ai ai oh, version absolutely the new best right. seller. yeah so much fun man i'm i'm interested i'm looking forward to next week and uh we'll see you guys uh on the show next week episode 306 coming up no 307 uh, this is 305 see you in the next week all right see you then see you